podcast friends. My name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. Mike, mic check, mic check, we're good. All right, friends, what is going on? We are back with a brand new, uh, brand new week, brand new podcast episode. Hope you all are doing well on your on your, in your, in, in, on your side of the world, wherever you are uh, listening to this. Now, today we are talking about uh, basically why I still use my light meter, hence the title of, of this episode. Now, uh, I think I have probably most likely 99% talked about the use of a light meter and why a light meter is still useful, even in today's age of false color and zeros and waveforms and RGB parade and, um, you know, the vast, all the, the vastness of exposure tools, right? We now even have an EL zone on this MongeD monitors, which is very nice. Now, that being said, uh, the light meter is still something that I bring to every set, uh, regardless if I don't think I'm going to use it. There are times where having a light meter is extremely useful, right? And it essentially, why why a light meter is still useful for me is there are certain circumstances where I want to be able to identify for my own knowledge and have my little uh, my little online notebook that I have of distances of light of exposure and how much my lights are um, are being able to combat like a hot window. Right now, I, I do have all my measurements set for all of my lights that I own, like my Lightman Plus three my Amaran 300, uh, 300Cs, my Forza 500s. I know exactly how much output, and even with like Fresnels or Softbox, or if it's going through Magic Cloth, Quarter Grid, Half Grid, I have, I've been doing all those measurements over the past few years since I've had uh, my lights in different situations. So, you know, all that information was from my light meter and it's given me a uh, more sharper opportunity. So when I'm in um, in pre-production or if it's a very fast uh, turnaround time, meaning like, you know, someone calls me the week before or a few days before. And so it's, it's a fast shoot, right? It's coming up pretty fast. Uh, and those times where uh, I may need to just kind of ballpark which uh, units are going to be best or if I know what the gaffer is going to bring, uh, I can sort of ballpark again, like based upon what units they have, if it's not the ones I own, uh, which like 50% of the time they, they aren't, I would just totally fine, right? Because every unit is, is built differently and they all have their pros and cons. So the light meter has been in a, an invaluable tool, right? If I can, if I can, um, enunciate a invaluable tool for me to be able to work faster, knowing the output of the fixtures that I will be using. And in a situation where, um, you know, say there is a row of windows or there is one you know, large window that we need to expose for, we aren't able to uh, shoot in a backlit situation where uh, either front lit or it's side lit or, or, or certain situations um, similar to that. Light meter is still very, very handy. Again, because it's something that you can measure is something that you can write down, whether that's you know physically pen and paper or um, on your online, your little note app or, or whatever you have, right? It's an opportunity for you to uh, give yourself more ammunition for the next shoots coming up, and it's a way for you to gauge um, with the shoots that you have. Like you know, say for say you're still in that situation where you're bringing all of your equipment, like you're bringing you know audio, camera, lighting, support, uh, everything, right? and you may have a um, 
maybe you have like an, an electric or, or a grip, a grip swing that's kind of helping you set up the lights and setting up the frames and the rags, the soft boxes, all that, all that good stuff. With the, with the, um, what was I going to say? I'm like, I went on a tangent here. Literally had to pause because I, I thought I had, remember what I was going to say? Um, I, I forgot. Um, it's just one of those mornings. Uh, so let, 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 let's continue on. Light meter is going to get you, uh, all your valuable information in, in a numerical, uh, in a numerical value. So, you know, it's going to, it's going to tell you, uh, Hey, this window is reading a, uh, F 22 based upon a, um, a, uh, a frame rate of 2398 or 24 and 180 degree shutter. Okay. So you know that this window is F 22 is F 22. Next time you're in this situation, you can, you know, for the most part, be 90% accurate and say, okay, well it's similar. Uh, it's a similar weather. Sun is in the similar position. There are the clouds are, are sort of in the same, um, you know, there, there aren't too many broken, there isn't like a broken sky uh, situation. And so, okay, cool. Knowing that um, this window is probably going to be F22. Director, uh, the storyboards, we know that we're going to be shooting in these walls or against these walls, against these windows. Last time I was in this situation, um, I had a, um, uh, I don't know, like like a 300D, right? Or a Forza 300, whatever, and, and, and a softbox. And my, I wasn't able to, whatever camera I had, the background was still like basically blown out. I couldn't uh, recover it in post. Um, and all I had was again, a 300 D or a 300 watt unit with a softbox and like a light, a light or half diffusion on it. Okay. Then you go and get another light and you test it. And that same situation, you're like, Oh cool. A 500 watt unit. I'm able to, again, with the, let's say a softbox and, and, um, uh, half or quarter diffusion and, and, and the grid in front of it. I'm able to hold the highlights, that same camera, or maybe you have a new camera, right? I'm able to hold the highlights. That's information that I can know going into the next shoot, right? So that way, when you are in pre-production, you don't necessarily have to guess. You can, you can, I mean, you're, you're not necessarily guessing, you're estimating, right? With a high probability of if I, given this window where the sun's gonna be, the weather, you know, cloudy, overcast, full sun, no clouds, you're, you're in, you know, California or Arizona or Nevada or Texas, right? Just, just sun. And that window most likely is going to be F22, maybe F16. I want to be able to shoot at a uh, F28 or a T28. I know that, you know, based upon that, that difference, a 28, right? A 28 to, let's just say a 16. Okay. So you have four, five, six, eight, 11, 16. You need, that's a five stop difference from your background that you're trying to hold to your foreground key. And you know that now, now you know that a 500 watt unit, 600 watt unit, uh, two, 300 watt units is gonna be enough for you uh, to be able to hold that window to make it not, to no, not blow it out. And a light meter is how you achieve that. You can do it, you can do, you can do it other ways. You can do it with um, uh, false color. You can do it with just stopping down the lens. You know, so if you're at two eight, you can stop down the lens to a 16. Uh, and because the 16 is going to say is going to give you the information you're looking at false color and you're like, okay, cool. I'm not clipping or I'm just on the board of clipping. Now I, I need, um, you know, five stops. So that's, that's another way to do it. I prefer the light meter because it's going to give you a numerical value that you can, again, like write down that you can, you know, quickly look at again 
and you know if you just if you just you know flip on your, your light meter, it'll it'll go to the last reading you had, and you'll say, oh, okay, cool, it was um, I'm reading a uh, a uh, five six or whatever uh, f eight or f eleven or f twenty two. Now there are you know varying prices of light meters. Uh, you don't need to have a two thousand or three thousand dollar light meter. Uh, I I have a Sekonic eight. Uh, what is it? Um, like an eight eight fifty a, a D eight fifty or eight fifty D something like that. It it uh, it isn't um a uh, a a spectrometer a color spectrometer. It just reads exposure values and and it isn't like a fancy one either. It's it's uh it's fairly uh, inexpensive. So you know my recommendation go on eBay go on Craigslist. You can find a uh, a second hand uh, maybe even B and H or Adorama. You can find a second hand light meter and start doing your tests, start doing your experiments, start, you know, uh, measuring values when you're in uh, you're in a test environment or if you're on set, new location, or you just got your light meter and you've never done it before. Now you have, right? You go and you you uh, measure your background, you measure your, your, your mid-ground if you need to, you measure your foreground, you measure the different lights that you're using. If you have, um, you know, say you're doing like a key and then and then a hair light and then you have your backlight that's pushing it from the window, whatever situation is, you can start measuring, you know, scientifically and technically what the values are. And that gives you more information to make you a better cinematographer at the end of the day. All right. OK, so I hope this episode helped you guys out in some way, shape or form. Again, a very, very short episode, um, but it's something that I feel that many people can bring uh, can receive value from because a light meter again like like i said even if i don't think i'm going to use it i always bring it because not every uh, location not every studio is going to be the same you may be using different lights even if you're, if you're in a studio a little bit more controllable right but sometimes maybe the budget isn't there and the last studio shoot you did you had like uh, I don't know, like $3,000 for Genie and this next studio shoot, it's a smaller uh, budget. Maybe you only have like $1,000 for a Genie. So that being said, you you necessarily, you know, can't use, if you know that you're not going to be able to use the same equipment as last time, uh, meaning the same fixtures, you know, go into this, go into that shoot, bring in your light meter, and now you have a new set of values that you can, um, uh, that you can like A, B, and test what you like, what you don't like, what you absolutely need and what you don't need when it comes to the fixtures for for different scenarios. And that plays uh, even more so when you're shooting on location because uh, one house is going to be a different setup than another house. You may be shooting some some huge, you know, mansion and then the next shoot you're in some uh, apartment complex and then the next shoot you're in like a single family home and then the next shoot it's a it's it's a it's a townhome or a condo, and then the next shoot you're you're in a, a huge corporate office with windows all around you, 360. Okay, so again, a light meter is very very handy. My my recommendation: just find a secondhand one, start measuring, start uh, getting down your information, and and use that as more uh, more fuel for the fire, so to speak. All right, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you uh, did like it, please rate it on iTunes podcast, Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate it. Please follow the podcast as well and share it with all your friends, your homies, your homets. And I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode.